I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Failing Better, the self-improvement comedy podcast with me, Johnny Pelham, and my fabulous co-host... It's me, Sean McLaughlin. I'm eating grapes. Yeah, good start to the pod. <laughs> I was about to say, I was about to cut straight into and together we're failing better, but it doesn't feel you can because you're you're eating grapes. Give me two seconds. And together we are eating grapes. Shut the fuck up, Johnny. These are really good grapes. Together we are failing better. better. What an unprofessional start. You knew I was about to begin. Why did you why did you eat grapes? I just thought it would add a frisson to the pod. Uh, I think we should be very candid with the listeners. This is we recorded a full episode and now we're re-recording because we thought that we thought it was so shit. It was so and we and you know that we have released some serious shit. And we were (laughs) we were like, fuck, we cannot bring that out. So you thought maybe eating eating grapes grapes might be the thing that made it up to it's one of those things, isn't it? You know, sometimes they talk about uh, doing a shit on a desk. Is like, it's like a good creative decision. What? Have you never heard that? Have you gone mad? Have you gone? Sh- I think Sean's gone mad this week. You shitting on a desk is a good creative. No, no, decision. no. In, ter- in terms of, um, like, if you're writing a script, shit on um, someone's desk. No, no, Johnny. I'm not saying that. No, don't knock it till you try it. They say, like, uh, to find out who your characters are. You say, if someone did a shit on the desk, how would your characters react? And so so I'm you're just, real, you're, you are a human being. You know who you are. You didn't need to eat a grape to find out who you are. <laughs> I mean, alre- already this is the level of sort of existential comedy gold that was severely lacking in the <laughs> previous episode. Uh, in this episode, Sean ate a grape to find out who he was. Who do you think you are then? Are you someone who likes grapes or are you someone who dislikes grapes? I really like grapes, Johnny. And Successful. I want to say that. <laughs> <laughs> It's been a big success. I feel existentially secure in who you are, Sean. I like grapes. I like, and I cannot lie, um, but I I don't ever buy grapes. And yet, when I do buy grapes, I enjoy them. Thoughts? It sounds like you need to buy some more grapes. This sounds like we've been, this, this whole pod so far sounds like a grape advertising company has asked us to add integrate grapes into the app and we fail to do it succinctly. <laughs> Look, listen Grapes here. are lovely. <laughs> if there's anyone listening in the grape industry, we would love to be official spokespeople for grapes. Uh, that also, I guess, works for wine. But frankly, I prefer grapes to wine. Me too. Because wine is delicious, but gives you a hangover. When grapes are delicious, and give you the energy to continue your tasks throughout the day. Exactly. Such as grape podcasting. And... End of task. Um, 
<laughs> just to I'm... let you know, listeners, just to let you know, I know you might be a bit confused. We've been doing this for about four minutes. This has already been about a thousand times better than everything we did in the last hour. <laughs> just to give you an insight to how bad the lost episode was. The lost episode, we might put it on if we ever do a Patreon page, uh, you, you can listen to it. Because it is, it is an hour of me and Sean having very boring, listless <laughs> conversations about nothing. It went on that'll, for so long. I tell you, that'll, that'll get that'll get them uh, that'll get them <laughs> signing up, won't it? Oh yeah, if we ever do a Patreon page, we'll release all the shit, like the shittest thing that we've ever done. Give well, us it, money. It was, it was so shit. It was art. Like, you know, sometimes you think you know you were talking about shitting on someone's desk. Well, that was all shit. Yeah, on someone's I, I, desk. I know about it. It was about ninety seconds ago, Johnny. <laughs> I'm aware of it. Um, I think I think we can sell that as like or hardcore loyal fans to be like the lost episode. We gotta listen to it. Yeah, I guess it is. Um, I guess it was almost experimental how how boring it was. But that said, it probably was fine. It's just mm. we have set such a high standard for ourselves. You know, That's true. we're very much like, um, you know, Prince in the eighties or the people that make chalk ices. You know, <laughs> they, they keep knocking it out of the park and. That's just part of our life. We have to accept that now. We are held to a higher standard than most podcasters. One of Choco Ice's uh, policies is... Sorry, excuse me. What did you... <laughs> Sorry, going to have to wind this one back a bit. What What, are you, what did you call them? One of Choco Ice's. Choco Ice's? Yeah. Johnny, do you call them Choco Ice's? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I do. <laughs> Johnny, what are you talking about? I, just, I think they've got a Spanish origin, don't they? Johnny, no, you don't call them choco ices. I don't know. Um, well, imagine if I did. Hey, you want to I choco guess it, ice? I guess it's not a. It's so almost correct that it's un- unnerving. It's like it's like it's it's you know in animation there's the uncanny valley. I don't know what that the, is. What's that? The, the closer something is to being a to, to being realistic that isn't realistic makes people repulsed. That's like the word equivalent of the Uncanny Valley, calling it a choco <laughs> it you, ice. It made you feel deeply disturbed. I've never seen you feel... You felt really agitated when I said it. I wasn't agitated. I was I was worried that you were sort of malfunctioning. Anyway, <laughs> sorry, you were about to say something about choco ices. Yeah, what uh, choco... I mean, this isn't, isn't going to stack up. It was a, it was a <laughs> slight remark that now been built up into something too grandiose for it. I was going to say, and the choco <laughs> ice factory... Oh, God, <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Sean's just loud. Are you okay? Mate, I tell you, these grapes, they do not mess around. Just carry on. <laughs> I think you've got me off the hook, though, because my anecdote was going nowhere. So now we can talk about you almost choking to death. God. Did your life flash before your eyes? It certainly did. And, and the highlights a- were grapes. <laughs> Five for only £1.99 in all your shops. I don't know how much grapes cost. Do you reckon £1.99's about that? Ah, oh, I think if you're paying £1.99 for grapes, you're overpaying. But, you know... There's also inflation in the air. This is the type of chat that we that we had too much of in the last one. I just literally rolled my eyes inside and thought, fuck, what's happening again? We are battling mediocrity today. Some God. days it flows and some days it doesn't. And that works actually for our for the self-help thing we're talking about. It does actually. Should we crack on? Yeah, we should. I think we should talk about our goals first. What we're, go- we're gonna try and talk about our goals in the first section. What, another another thing we didn't do in the last record. What um what were your goals for last week? I can't remember. Actually, I kind of wish I hadn't have brought it up. My goals were to do twenty sit ups and twenty press ups every day. Oh, you wanted to be a beefcake, a beef Sean. How's it going? 
Yeah, I want us to be beefy, Sean. Uh, you, you know how Ian Botham's nickname was Beefy? Yeah. I eventually wanted to be t- to sort of grab that nickname from him. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I've done zero press-ups. Oh. But I've also done zero sit-ups. Well, I think that balances it out so that you're actually going to be... Because you don't want to do, you don't wanna get your abs too good and not have the arms. No, 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 no. So you'd look ridiculous if you did that. So it's good that you've done nothing, I think. That is definitely what I was thinking. Um, so I feel very bad about that because I have thought about it every day. I've thought, oh, I'm going to do it. I'm going to... I've even sometimes sometimes eaten like relatively high protein lunches <laughs> with the hope of I'm going to do some press ups and and it'll really build up my muscles, but I I've yet to do it. So what do you think's holding you back, Sean? What's your creative block? The fact that you're a lazy and pre- the, fact, the fact that sit ups and press ups are really hard and hurt, and it's easier to not do them. That makes sense. But well, how are you gonna are you gonna try and change that next week? Yes, I'm gonna hit the gym. Um, and then I'm also going to go to the gymnasium. <laughs> yes! Now we're cooking on gas. What's that? Is that fu- a flame? We're fucking back. Five-star reviews all around. Ding, ding, ding. It's a whatever jackpot. <laughs> it's a whatever jackpot. Um, so I failed at that. What was your task last Mine week? Mine was to walk my dog twice a day, and I've successfully done that because I am a good dog owner. Oh, how long do the dog walks last? In the morning, probably like an hour, off lead, and she just runs around. That's where she gets most of exercise. The one in the evening is more like a half an hour on a lead. She gets let off for a bit, but it's less. Do they have, and I'm not saying this to be uh, facetious, dog treadmills? I don't think they do. Is that a great idea that I've just had? I don't. It doesn't feel like one, but maybe it is. <laughs> I guess if you... <laughs> you didn't tend to hear that sort of language on Dragon's Den, did you? It doesn't feel like a good idea. Feels like a bad idea. Um, I guess if you had like an image, a constantly set of changing images, like a cinema for them, and then you... So they couldn't leave, then then it could maybe work. So they were just getting visually stimulated. But why don't they just... But they just run? Just give them up, just hang a bone in front of it and they'll just run after the bone, won't they? Yeah, maybe, but they might f- fall off the edge because it keeps, as you keep increasing the pace. No, but I guess you just set a steady pace. Yeah, but I think they might run off the issue because they might just get bored of that. We'll just trap them. Yeah, yeah I think that's ultimately pun- what you, what you, you have punish to do. Punish, yeah. the, punish the mutt for getting off. What you might say, put them in a cage and then make the cage move so they're exhausted, going nowhere, and sort of um, have very little happiness. So, so, we're in, so we're in agreement. Yeah, and we can sell them to you for £279. Oh, plus that. Never um, forget that. We did. <laughs> God, God knows we have. <laughs> um, uh, great. So should we, when are we setting our next goals? Should we do should it, we do it now? On, yeah. on the end. Maybe we do it in the end. because Oh, let's do it now. Let's have a... Let's. We're on a good run oh, for the what, first what, time all day. What's your goal? Oh, shit. Um... Shall I do? I don't. I was going to say, shall I do my goal? But I don't really have one. Um, How about I set you a goal? All right, yeah. All right. Um, I think you, Johnny. Yeah. Should. Yeah. I don't know what to. Because you're briefing. You you were briefing really intensely. (laughs) Like you suddenly became Darth Vader. I think. um, Imagine if you were my father, Sean. I mean, I don't know twist. who that. I don't what know who that. Twist. I don't know who that'd be worse for. I think me, but you probably think you. Which says a lot about the ego and how much we despise each other. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
I think that would be so, that would be. Uh, I think that would be a very hot piece of gossip within the comedy community. Have you heard this? Have you heard? How old are you? You're older than me. Are you 33? You look about. I mean, <laughs> I look about what? <laughs> nothing, nothing. No, go on. I was going to say, you look, you, you look about 17. Is that right? Someone in my audience. On, on, <laughs> I remember, on, I think this is where it came from. Someone in, someone in my audience on Saturday said I look 45. <laughs> I messaged you that, didn't I? And you did, yeah. And then it, I said, it's really right. stuck with me. It's really... Yeah. I don't look 45. And then Do I, I said, I? I think you and Ricky met each other at school, didn't I? That was a funny little joke by me. You fucking asshole. Yeah, I don't think you look 45. I don't think you look a day well, over. you're no son over. of mine, all right? <laughs> you, you look like a day over 40. I look younger than you, Johnny, and I'm that older than you. Oh, How old come you? on. I'm 34. That's. I mean, that's. you look 34. I've, the, my issue... Actually, my, my, the great benefit for, of me is I've looked about 35 since I was 17. Yeah. So yeah, ageing, yeah. I actually haven't aged that much because I've always looked very like old. Benjamin Button, but much less dramatic. Yeah. It, it, you, can almost a, say, it, you can almost say I'm nothing like Benjamin Button. It'd be, it'd be a less good movie. Watch this man who looked 35 <laughs> from the age of 17 slowly catch up to his age and, and, and begin a middling to poor podcast. <laughs> This is the this is the number one podcast in the With world. With his very handsome co-host. Uh oh. Um. So, me. all right. Your goal in the next week. I want you to read a novel, Johnny. Oh, all right. Any particular? No- that's a lot of work to read a novel. Can it be a short novel? I read 150 pages of a novel yesterday. I wanted to what? say this to the listeners. Why yeah. the fuck aren't you writing your show? All you do is be. I'm really stressed about my show, and you're reading 150 pages of a novel. It didn't take me that long because it was the, <laughs> writing, the words was were very, <laughs> writing was very big. The novel was a, a very hungry caterpillar. I read it 18 times. Where's Wally in Hollywood? <laughs> um, no, read a novel in a week. You could read a novel in a week. Well, read, right, like, read, read like a fun animal sci-fi. farm. I read Animal Farm because that's like 30 animal pages. Animal Farm. All right, fair enough. <laughs> it's really small. <laughs> it's what? small. All right, so that's it. All right, I'll read a novel. And what's I... your goal for me? Um, what is my goal for you? What do I feel you could ha- should have more of in your life? Um, I would like you... Because Moisturiser. <laughs> more no, no, you what look, you need to moisturise, Sean. I think you look fantastic. I think your skin looks great, rosy, lovely. And you're a handsome man. Frankly, if I wasn't taken and you weren't taken, and I was gay and you were gay, and there were a lot of other differences, I'd be proud to call you my husband. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, let's let's speed this along, shall we? <laughs> so, oh, many, so many caveats there. That I wouldn't even know. That's how I propose to Sophie. I'd say, Sophie, if I was a different person and you were different... <laughs> um, if, I, if I was straight, which I am, and you were straight, which you are, we were together, which we are. I'd ask you to marry me. That's how I'm going to propose. Um, I would like you to go to the cinema oh. and, and watch a movie sometime this week. Because you're overstressed, you're overworked, and it can be a good time for you to watch something artistic and have a good time. Johnny, I'll take you up on that offer. What a lovely, what a lo- what a lovely, what a lovely cultural um, smorgasbord we have given each other. The novel and the, the novel movie and the and the film. Which is better? Uh, what's out? Is there anything good out? I have absolutely no idea. Bel- so, people saying that Belfast was good, but that was a while ago, wasn't it? It's probably still showing somewhere though. I think so. Um, also, some excellent podding by me because me suggesting that you go to the cinema leads very nicely into our book for this week. <gasps> Which is Which Johnny is Pelham's wonderful... Guide to Cin- Cinema. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, 
it's uh, sponsored by Grapes. No, um, it is The Artist Way by Julia Cameron. Great. Well, after... Let's have, well, I guess we usually have a quick break, don't we? So we should let's do it. Let's have a break. Yeah, Johnny, break. can I just say something? Yeah. I think we've gone from zero to 60 on this pod. We are doing some of our best podcasting today. So we're still under the speed limit, though. <laughs> we've, got this, we've gone from zero to 10 miles. We're on a motorway, we're dangerously slow. But on what a, we need to, on a 50 road, it's a legal limit. We need to go up to 88 miles an hour, the speed that the DeLorean used to travel back in time an hour and a half and not do that first episode. <laughs> um, by the way, listeners, genuinely, thank you so much for the nice reviews. We've had some nice reviews, some nice more ratings. They all help. They really help the pod. So do keep them coming and subscribe and all of that. I know and it's- thank you to the Mexican people. We've got a few more listeners in Mexico than we had. And I'd like to thank all the Mexican people. All our hombres. Is that the right word? <laughs> for supporting all, the pod. All of our Mexican listeners, uh, just have a cerveza on us, lads. <laughs> Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. So, uh, as I mentioned earlier, the book we are going to be looking at today is The Artist's Way by Julia Cameron. A spiritual path to higher creativity, Sean. Um, and it's a very good book. I think I think I would recommend this book. Um, my is it a better book than Great Expectations by Charles Dickens? A very different. Um, I would say no, because I tell you what, I did Great Expectations at school, and that is a brilliant book. Oh, that Charles Dickens. Let me t- let me tell you something about that Charles Dickens. He knew, he knew his way around a sentence. I mean, he wasn't dicking around, was he? Which is ironic, given his name. Hello. Um, five star Sean. review. We're going to be millionaire. We're going to be millionaires. We just need to keep podding. I want to sell out the O2. Do you think we can do that next week? <laughs> next week? <laughs> I was willing to humour this as a sort of avenue for comedy, but when you said next week, I, I actually got quite worried about your mental health there, Johnny. Um, well, I've got some bad news. I've booked it. Uh-oh. <laughs> No, not really. Um, But maybe we can sell out a hut. (laughs) A small hut. I think we can sell out a pizza hut. Oh, I'll tell you something I wanted to ask you that I uh, permission have done not on the pod. Um, I'm thinking about doing um, a charity gig for Smile Train. Would you like to be on it? I thought you could also be linked to the pod because obviously we talked about it on the pod. Smile Train for new listeners. 
The, it's a, I'm an ambassador for that charity who give cle- free cleft lip surgery to children all around the world. I have what? a cleft lip, therefore it makes sense. Wonderful uh, work. Unfortunately, I, I cannot do it because... Um, Haven't I'm told g- you the date, crucially. <laughs> I am. I have, made the mistake of- I've already committed to running a rival event for the RSPB um, across Sean the road. loves birds. Loves- I love... Love Norman birds. Burns. He loves. Um, no, he's Sean's got a weird obsession with birds and seems I to help. Them I just sub- I subscribe. I, I'm a donator to a single animal charity, and Johnny finds that so morally reprehensible. I just think humans should be chosen over birds at all times. And if you don't agree with that, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Well, is that is that sort of a, that sort of compassion and humour that you can expect from Johnny's charity tonight? I would be honoured to headline your gig. I can also say we've got no date and um, no idea of a venue or who is on it, but you will not be headlining. That's the only thing I truly know, is that you will not be headlining. <laughs> oh, Johnny. Uh, no, maybe, it'd be, maybe it'd be a good time for us to do the live pod. Maybe maybe our listeners... Listeners, follow us at Failing Pod. Write to us at Failing Better Pod. Do you want a live podcast? And do you want the proceeds to go to Small Trend UK? <laughs> Keep in mind that the... Answer the qu- answer to question one is not that reflective on the answer to question two. And t- I'm happy to keep the money, frankly. <laughs> a big issue is, I it feels like we're very much linking promoting the pod to a good organisation here in quite an unethical way. But um, but maybe that's who we are. Maybe we will give some money to a charity if you're willing to come to a live podcast. Johnny, I would love to do your. I'd love to do your gig. Perfect. I'd love to do your well, I'll give you more details when I have any of them. But um, <laughs> it's great yeah. to have you on board. <laughs> really, I mean, you, you had even less than I thought you would have, and I've you got, didn't have much. I've got, the, I've got a will. Um, they sent. Anyway, I won't go into it. But there, there's a reason why I said I should do a charity for them, um, a gig, because um, I need to do something because I made a mistake. But we won't go into that. <laughs> you made. Is it linked to this podcast? The mistake you made. No, 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 it's not. Um, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Johnny. Jo- the, the, the empire is starting to crumble, isn't it? The walls are falling with you, yeah. Johnny. I'm losing, I'm losing my ambassadorships by the day. <laughs> but, but you've got a meeting after this about being the ambassador of another charity, haven't you? I have uh, yeah. But it's, it's actually for what I mentioned earlier. I mean, this is bad. I actually don't know which one it is. <laughs> Fucking hell. Johnny Pallon, mate. <laughs> so you, you could be sitting down to talk to anyone about anything right now. Pretty much, yeah. No, I, I think I, I think I know which one it is. But um, I don't know anything about what they do or who they are or what they suffer. Okay, good. But, but um, I mean, I'm happy to be a ambassador for them. Um, of course anyway. you are. Of course. Of course you are. You're Johnny Pallon. You're Johnny Pallon. Where your name goes doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Oh, that is quite bad, isn't it? What if it was the National Front? Would you support them then? No, no, I w- I'd say no. What is what is is a, a, a collaborative. I'd say, I'd say how good are you, how good are your goodie bags? Be honest. Yeah, yeah. It's fucking. I don't want any of this British shit. It'd be great if in a fit it was just champagne, brie, and um, a taco. <laughs> Shout out to all our Mexican listeners once more. <laughs> Hoping your food stuff makes its way into the National Front goodie bag. 
Right, let's get on with the artist way. So the first... Because I'm an artist, and I need artist. you to show me the way. Show me the way to art. That was great, wasn't it? <laughs> it really was great, Johnny. Thank you. Um, so, um, the first thing, idea... I shouldn't say before, this is a good book. Uh, my girlfriend highly recommends it. And she has just been nominated for three pastors and she's having a writing clock and she's bought the book and is currently reading it. So it's a good book. I feel I like might be it. able I might need that myself to be honest. I'm I feel like I'm spinning the tires of my own creativity. I think you are too. You're working to every time I talk to you, Sean, you're stressed, you've fallen over, you know, you've got guacamole on your face. Every time I fall talk to you, something's gone wrong. Guacamole on my face, shout out to the Mexican <laughs> listeners once again. <laughs> it's quite Mexican theme to my yeah, oddities today. But anyway, that's who I am. The first idea of the book is um, morning pages. So morning pages is like three pages of free writes to get out basically how you're feeling and just write, scribble anything, and eventually that allow yourself to see how you're doing and how you're feeling about yourself. That is a very interesting piece of advice because, you know, as an artist, I feel like my job is to really open myself up to the public. And as soon as they've got a little piece of who I am, just close that off immediately and pretend I'm someone else. Right, and so how how would that manifest itself? Well, like say I'm on stage. Yeah. I'll sort of act, you know, I'll do, I'll be doing a, a sort of a comedy gig. One of your silly little skits. One of my, you know, one of my, one of my funny, like sort of skits or spoofs or goofs. What's with women? Pretty bad. Sean McLaughlin, copyright to Sean. <laughs> What's with women? Pretty bad. <laughs> You're actually close, isn't it? It's fascinating that English is your first language, Johnny. It is fascinating. Uh, What's with oh, women? Pretty bad. That's perfect. That's written in the, in the language of a joke. You don't need all your sort of... You don't need to say every word in a joke. That's why you taught me that, Sean, in your comedy writing course. How to tell jokes and be funny with Sean McLaughlin. That was a great course you you took me on. Thanks, mate. Um, I... Uh, basically, sometimes I'm on stage and I catch myself. I, I was on stage a couple of weeks ago and I... I said... I said... I did say everyone in this room is a thick arsehole. And I, and I thought, oh, I've, I've exposed myself too much there. I need to close that off. But luckily I was able to get away with it because I've got enough craft as a, as a comedian. And also they laughed a lot because I think, I think they knew they were, they were thick arseholes. That's always good. What I did recently is I said to a crowd, if there was a fire, I'd run out the fire exit and lock you all in. And no one laughed. <laughs> That king was going badly at the was time. That, was that a went, tour show? Went worse. No, it was a king. It was a gig. It was a fucking <laughs> shit gig in a church. Really, oh, not like an old church that become like a rock and roll club. Rock and roll. Who am I? Um, and uh, they hated me. It went to forty-five minutes, and after yeah. six minutes, I was flatlining. After ten minutes, I said, "I wish they'd die," and then I just had to keep talking for twenty more minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Um, oh right, so you were you were basically you were you were having a bad one. I was flatlining. I thought that a funny way to get this is to reference how badly the gig is going. I will do that by threatening to kill them. Mm. That was an artistic mistake I've learned from. From now on, if a gig is going badly, I don't threaten to kill everyone in the audience. But if you had written out three pages at the beginning of the day of how you're feeling, yeah, then you probably wouldn't have done that. I probably would have thought, oh, actually, I don't want to kill this audience. I've just got a bit, I've got a bad knee. And that is what's making me feel angry. And I just need to sort my knee out. So is that true? You've got a bad knee? I've not got, I, I've got, I've got a bit of a bad knee. 
Okay. Um, ba- 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 bad enough that it would make you hurl abuse at an audience? Possibly. I mean, what's, I, what's wrong with it? What's wrong with your knee? I mean, the, the problem is, Sean, you always ask me this question, then I answer them, and then you call me a, a, a killjoy. Oh, no! What's, uh, what's Johnny wrong? Killjoy Palantir. Oh, oh, so it's to do with your... Yeah, it's to do I'm with a bit disabled. Your... Oh, here we fucking go. Look, look. The 21st century is dominated by playing people People playing the victim. That's the card I play. I'm a bit disabled. My knee hurts. That's okay. why I asked everyone it's, to... So it's not like there was some incident. It's not like there was some... Like, you've, like you, you, you were punched in the knee or something. No, I was also punched in the knee. <laughs> I, just didn't, I just didn't think I'd mention it. Someone punched me in the knee... And then I, 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 was, I had a blue badge on at the time saying, I'm disabled. They punched me in the knee and they said, I fucking hate disabled people. All of that happened. God, you really are a wonderful ambassador. Um, okay, so um, I think that's the funniest place to punch someone, by the way, the knee. Do you? You went, oh, I, I thought it would be so interesting. It's an interesting choice they made there to punch you in the knee. Don't you agree? I think so too. I was thinking that um, the only place some people could punch you is in the knee because you're so tall. Then I thought I won't say that, but then I did say it. Because you're very tall, aren't you, Sean? <laughs> Johnny, you need you need to nip this this ban- this banter bus, right? You need to slash the tires on this banter bus about me being. I'm not that tall, okay? But nothing makes you more angry than when I call you tall. Therefore, I'm going to... You you are angry. Look at your face. I'm fucking livid. I'm fucking livid. You want me to pretend I'm not livid, Johnny? I'm furious. Well, it's quite intimidating for such a tall man who hovers over me. Ah! (laughs) I'm barely taller than you. You're tall. You ever think Uh, about that? You're tall. You're intimidating. I am intimidating. I'm masculine. I'm strong and I'm tall. I'm the ideal man. I'm a dreamer. You're intimidatingly stupid is what you are. Intimidatingly stupid. Well, and, you got, and you got glasses, you fucking nerd. <laughs> Ooh, shout, right out to our, shout out to our Mexican listeners, by the way. <laughs> Bunch of nerds down there. Um, so that's basically what um, the first one is, do self. <laughs> <laughs> Good, so I think we've learned a lot about that one. Uh, what's the next thing to make me a great artist? The next thing to be a great artist is to go on um, dates. Go because- on TikTok. <laughs> what? I thought that's what you were going to say. Have you ever been on TikTok? Yeah, uh, once for two days, and then I How went on it. Go? I I accidentally liked a bunch of videos of women with big breasts. I didn't know how to undo it, and I just deleted it. I was like, I don't like this. It's that not sounds like me. the biggest lie I've ever... Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know. I, honestly, officer, I don't know how this election got here. <laughs> I know it sounds like... That's you like a Tory MP. Like pictures of no, I just got on there, and I, and I was trying to scroll, and it was just women dancing. And I was like, well, what's going on? And then I liked them. I went, I don't want to like that. I don't want to be associated. I don't want my brand to be associated with, with that. This that, that. So you said you, you went on TikTok, realised you were a horny pervert and had to take yourself off before further damage was done to your reputation. <laughs> Look, I don't, I, I, I don't know if that would hold up in a court of law. Um, but yeah, I went on TikTok. I mean, have you been on TikTok? I've never been on TikTok. I got told by um, someone I needed to go on there because it's a great way of building the brand. But I, I find it hard to imagine I'm ever going to go on TikTok. Do you know what I find hard about TikTok? And this is a serious comment. Your penis. <laughs> Hello. Because of all the sexy girls. You, you like, oh, I like that. Oh, I like that. Oh, I like that too. <laughs> all right. What's the next comment then? No, here's my thing with here's my thing with TikTok, and it's the same actually with it, Twitter now as well. 
Um, besides the fact that they're just destroying the fabric of society as we know it. Um, I My problem with it is it seems like it's creative, but it's like the opposite of creativity. I think I've mentioned this to you before. TikTok is the worst because it is an amazing tool for building stuff and putting stuff out there. But the algorithm only rewards people who are doing the same as everyone else. I just hate... I Like, I think that's so bad. And this is exactly the type of long, drawn-out sermon <laughs> that we had... <laughs> that, that sort of dominated our first recording and meant we had to re-record it. But I want it on the record. I think if you're on TikTok, you are uncreative, you are damaging society, and it was an accident. I didn't mean to like those videos. <laughs> TikTok, if you want to advertise here, we're more than willing to change our opinion to appease you. And I feel like TikTok... I think we would help TikTok's brand. TikTok is seen as trivial. It's seen as not being serious. We can change all that. Get some two heavy hitters like me and you on on TikTok as their brand ambassadors. 100%. It's like having Kofi Annan and Saul Bellow sign up for TikTok, having us two. Fantastic set of references. And that's the sort of highbrow comedy we do, TikTok. Comedy. Hilarious. (laughs) (laughs) Kofi Annan. Good stuff. So the idea, the second thing he said, try to steer this shit some way back on course, Hmm. is um, this tanker of shit that's leaking all over everywhere. Um, Why would there be a tanker of shit? Who's transporting shit across international waters? Um, Suppose if countries, if, countries need, if countries need fertiliser, to yeah. be fair, to be fair, I'll give you that, Johnny. Thank you for giving me that, because I had nothing. <laughs> I could tell. It's one of the many moments in this podcast where one of us looks at the other one and realises, well, I've really fucked this one. Yeah. <laughs> I've, re- I'll just, I'll I've really him. driven this conversation yeah. into a brick wall, haven't I? <laughs> I'll chuck him the ball, I'm sure he can carry it. And the other's like, whoa! <laughs> This is this is a pod that is the blind leading the blind down a mine shaft. Anyway, the second idea, the morning pages, key, crucial element to this. But her second idea is the idea of um, going on a date by yourself to uh, to fill the well. Because in this Thatcherite, Reaganite, neoliberal world of overproduction, where Whoa. everyone's or every moment is commodified, everyone needs to achieve more and more. There's no ability to relax. Just to take a bit of a break to fill the well and to perhaps go to the cinema by yourself like i suggested for you today this week sean is what we need to allow us to be creative i do feel that i feel that pressure when i'm out on the street i feel that pressure i'm on the grid how do i do it i'm I'm, everyone's buying in everyone's paying in we're all we're all just in this hamster wheel it's circles within circles and who's making the money the guy up top i've realized what i'm trying to sell this frigging tour which, by the way, is not selling well, is really made me become aware that I am a commodity. And you know what? I've realised I'm a pretty poor commodity. <laughs> I'm like something you take back. Whereas I'm, yeah, yeah, I'm a commodity yeah. that there's been a lot of complaints about this commodity. Oh, look, it's, uh, an, I- it's an Irish car. Yeah, God, God's, God's getting a lot of talk about a recall. Um, um, but that okay. is... So I take myself on a date. I, I sort of try. I was, I've sort of talked about it before. I try and go out for meals and stuff. Johnny, can you fucking look at me when I'm? <laughs> what I, are my, you doing? Um, my my wire's fallen out of my thing, and I just got a low battery. And I'm thinking that's why I'm starting to glitch. So I'm I'm just just putting in um, my charger. Great, great. I you t- could have t- just kept talking. There was, it's a visual yeah. media. It's a, not a visual. It's an audio <laughs> medium. There was no need for you to comment on what I was doing, but you decided to belittle me and undermine me again. 
I'm, I'm very apologise for that, Johnny. I just I think our listeners would like to appreciate why why suddenly I'm talking for so long and they can hear you scraggling around on the floor like a like a beetle in the gutter. Listen, shut the fuck up, Sean. <laughs> <laughs> Sean, shut up. Uh, Sean's internal monologue. Well, you got a, I imagine your internal monologue is is an absolute disgrace. <laughs> what do you mean? What do you like, mean? I imagine it, you're so. I imagine you're so self-critical of yourself. Oh, it's 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 my self monologue is is awful. It's a, have you seen the film Whiplash? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm basically the drum teacher in Whiplash. That's what my self thing is. My my I do, I'm my self monologue is just. Nice music. It's like a stoned guy trying to say anything. Like, like I, I don't. I'm not self-critical at all. I just forget things and then just wander off, like sort of. I, I, I would say you're someone who would benefit from a bit of self-criticism. A hundred percent. I think yeah. that my girlfriend's quite critical. I think that's why I've sort of exported it out to her. She's like mm. a Chinese worker who's like taken over. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Okay. Oh, but cheaper, cheaper labour source. You know, globalisation. Cheaper labour source, better work ethic, and they uh, really look after their elderly. God bless you, all our Chinese listeners and Mexican listeners out there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, look, the, didn't you actually once tell me? Sorry, before we get back to where we've got, um, you once told me that you couldn't visualise things in your head. Is this correct? Yeah, this is- I, I got some called aphantasia. And what is that? It's when you can't visualise in your head, so you can't create pictures in your head. Quite, it's quite common. I don't have the numbers, but something like one in twenty people have it. I've made okay. that up completely, but it's it's a higher number than you'd think. <laughs> but what does that mean? How does this manifest itself? And more uh, importantly, how where do you get off making up such lies about your condition? How how I, I don't understand how you could be a, a person and not be able to like. So you can't envisage things. You can't like if I was to say we're going to the pub later, you can't imagine us at a pub. No, but I know what a pub... It doesn't mean I don't know what a pub is. Yeah, that's not, what do you mean you can't imagine us at a pub? That's ridiculous. Well, it's just it's just a condition. It's like if someone couldn't... It's not walk, a condition. Like, it's not a condition. You probably you can't be bothered. Just do it. <laughs> Look, there, there are millions of people with aphantasia right now who are, frankly, tearing their hair out. You're belittling and undermining attitude. It's a real condition. Mental health is as important as physical health, okay? I don't, think it's, just, I, I don't think it's just a real condition. You, but you don't know because you're not a medical expert all inside my head. And frankly, thank God, because I'm just picturing you naked. <laughs> I thought you said you couldn't picture me. There you go. <laughs> I can't. I have an understanding of what you're like naked. Yeah. And in my head, it's delicious. <laughs> God, I look, I don't want things to get too blue, but I was staying at a travel lodge over the weekend and I caught a glimpse of myself naked one day and I... F- Fucking hell, I feel bad for my wife. Look, <laughs> let's... I thought you were going to say instantly had to have a whack. <laughs> what? What? It's like, so... I've got to get on TikTok. Stat. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Saw myself in the mirror. Never been more aroused. Um, no, 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 no. Um, so right. with dates. So you're going to go to the cinema and I'm going to play mini golf. Is that what you do? Do you, go, do you take yourself to play mini golf? <laughs> no. <laughs> so why did I ask that? <laughs> why did I ask that? Can you imagine? Like, yeah, just, oh, Johnny's at mini golf again. Tuesday, there's a, five. There's a brand new mini golf at the top of my street. Oh, you told me about this too. Yeah. Well, I tell you what, the problem I'm pretty sure. I'm, I'm pretty. <laughs> it's a, a lot of your anecdotes are really repeated. Yeah, so, uh, so is, it, uh, is it one of the biggest. Uh, well, they claim, they claim, yeah, they claim, as I told you, t- 
to be the biggest indoor mini golf in uh, in London. And how big Which, is it? Uh, well, there's absolutely no universe that, that claim could be accurate. <laughs> I just don't see anywhere. It's basically an old letting agents, <laughs> and two of the holes, two of two of the holes. I'm not joking. They're about the length of this desk that I'm sitting at. <laughs> I am. Um... I used to live where Sean lives now, um, and I know the letting agency to which he refers, and it's just literally just a corner office. It's just, just, t- it's just a small office that they've yeah. turned into. This and is, t- there, is there 18 holes, though, or nine holes? There's um, there's one hole. <laughs> there's, there's a hole <laughs> called a toilet. No, there, there's a... Uh, I think they've got 14. They've got seven upstairs and seven downstairs. <laughs> 14 so funny because they clearly meant to have 18 and went, there is no space for any more. Well, it's it's such an arbitrary number. Are they charging so much? They charge so much. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. Hey, maybe it'll work. Maybe there's enough fuckheads out there in South London well, who'll you know go what? and London will pay place. eight quid for a latte. Of course they'll pay 40 quid for a fucking, you know what I mean? <laughs> yes. Yes. Now we're now we're now we're hitting our peak. I've what? never heard you do an impression of another accent. Actually, I'm the worst. I was very surprised. I thought that was pretty good. You know, did you? Oh, that's yeah, good. yeah, yeah. Ask me. To, I'm the worst at accents. Sophie, when she's bottled, doesn't ask me to do accents, and I won't be able to do them. Ask me to do an accent. Mexico. Do it. Do it. Do a Shout out to all our Mexican listeners. <laughs> eh. I'm oh, <laughs> off to a bad start. <laughs> Eh. Oh. <laughs> would you like would you like some nachos? <laughs> well, we'd we'd like to bid a farewell to all of our Mexican I'm so, listeners. <laughs> we've I'm so a... <laughs> oh, because he was I meant to say something that wasn't just clearly the only relation I've had with a Mexican is when I've been served by one at a Mexican restaurant. Because I just used to went, would you like some nachos? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was well, quite disgraceful. I'd like to apologise sincerely. For, that was not intended, and I do feel quite ashamed of myself. Is Mexican... Um, Mexican is probably, I would... Oh, no, you can still do Mexican, can't you? I try, you try to think about the accents. Latin, Latin, and Latin America feels... feels can you do Mexican? Let's say you're Mexican. Oh, jeez, man, I come from Mexico. <laughs> That's pretty good. It's better than mine, but it's still absolutely awful. Oh, it's absolutely f- no, it's fine. It's absolutely fine. Where, oh, where? All right, wait. Do one and talk to me where you're from, and I'll try and guess it. Do an accent. Yeah. <laughs> Don't tell you where I'm from. I should say we are we are on base <laughs> dodgy ground. Here. All right, I'm just trying to just trying to think about it. All right. Uh... Oh, hey there, bud. How's it going there, bud? Canada. Must be Canada. Correct! Well, hey. Canada! How you doing? That's what they all say to me every time I enter that beautiful, beautiful country. <laughs> Apart from in Montreal, where I do fly into, where they go, uh, Bonjour! France! No, I've already told you it's Montreal. I've already... For France! Do you not listen to me? <laughs> Never! Anyway, um, we've got so, five minutes left. <laughs> five minutes left. We, we're running out of time because um, the, first half, the first time we did the podcast, it was so bad. It was so bad that we decided to make it a very long episode. In hindsight, made a mistake. It was. What's interesting about this one is this one's the good one. So just ima- think about what this one is, and think. Imagine it being worse than this. Yeah, I mean, this is probably a what a six or a seven out of ten episode. Yeah, it's certainly not a winner, is it? I mean, no one's. I think this is one where it'll st- it'll keep steady for listeners, but you're not gonna people aren't gonna listen to this and be like, oh, I must go back to the beginning. <laughs> Guys, if you're listening to this and this is your first episode, I cannot stress you enough. It really does get better than this. <laughs> it really does. <laughs> this, this has just been a lot of sort of 
stereotyping and belittling the Mexican people, which is a shame because we're growing strongly in Mexico. We are as powerful as the Aztec temple. We are as powerful as... Oh, God, he can't think of something else Mexican. <laughs> but I wasn't... What's their currency? Is it the... Uh, what's, peso. peso. I think it is. Yeah, it's peso. But then I freaked out and thought, I don't know if it is. And then I no, it is thought, peso. Because I, I, I briefly thought peso was the old Spanish one, but that was peseta. I don't, I don't have access to any of that knowledge. So that's good. <laughs> you have access? What are I you talking don't, about? I, I don't know it's, it. It's, not, know it's it. not like you need Microsoft and Carter. Do you okay. know what the old currency... You don't know what the old currency was before the euro in European countries? I know him some. France? <laughs> Frank? Frank. Germany? The du- Deutschmark? Deutschmark, he's got it. Italy. Libra, something? Limpa, limpa. Lira. Lira. Yeah, yeah. See, you're all right. You're all right. I mean, I said Libra, which is clearly just a star sign. <laughs> well, obviously. But... Anyway, um, so that's the app. <laughs> <laughs> <No>. <laughs> So I hope you've learnt as much as we have, listeners. <laughs> Genuinely, it's a very good book. I had more to talk about. I might, I might actually buy this book. I think it would help me. I've got a lot coming up, and I feel like quite penned in uh, creatively. I've got a You're- really good. I want to say this to listeners, though. I have got a good stand-up show, but I'm taking on the road. I need a few more bits that I'd be happy with. But I'm, do you find a pressure to be creative? Do you find that hard? Are you talking to the audience or to me? No, I'm talking to you. I um, I do find it quite hard. I recently went on a creative uh, autobiographical theatre course. It was really helpful in opening me up. Yeah, I heard that for your final piece, you just played your Life at the Apollo set just on a laptop. Is that correct? Well, Sean, I know you, you like to belittle and undermine my trauma. I'm not, beli- but... I'm not belittling or undermining your trauma. Is, well, is, I... is that what you did at the yeah. end of this course? Yeah. But that was because I did live at the Apollo where I sexually abused and then realised that, that was quite a vulnerable thing to do and then felt, I haven't watched it since then, and then what came up in this course was that I needed to sort of address the fact I'd done this in Live the Apollo. So I watched why, it. Why did I fucking bring this up? I have no idea. It's the end of the show. At the end of the show now, it's going to be me sadly talking. Um, but you should check out my Live at the Apollo. It is groundbreaking television that I've been unable to watch. <laughs> Where could people find it? Fuck knows. Um, maybe on iPlayer. Cool, thanks for listening, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> it might be on iPlayer, but it might not be. Uh, well, actually, if you're looking for stuff to watch, why not watch my last... Uh, stand-up show Hail Mary available on YouTube or on Spotify as an album it's been called um, uh, a rip-off by lots of other comics (laughs) I don't care what anyone's talking about I came up with that bad draw routine Um, so we've learned a lot about being creative Um, we've had a good time I think this has been a pretty do you know what? I think it's been a pretty steady pod. I think it's been one of our better ones. I, I feel like we have been slightly undermined by running out of time, I'd say. Okay. But, but maybe what we do is we just we um, edit all those bits out because I don't think the audience would notice. What bits? All the bits where we say, fuck, we've got no time. Presumably <laughs> the audience wouldn't notice. <laughs> they wouldn't notice that we, it was running out of time if we just ended it. But I think we have referenced a lot. that there was, I just said I had a lot more to talk about. Okay, so well, just we... mention it now. Look, we've got one minute. Just do it. Just come on, do it. Uh, so, um, by the way, uh, keep those five star reviews rolling in, listeners. Uh, really do of, help us out. List a creative enemy. Of list a creative creator, enemy of yeah. your creative self worth. Who would that be, Sean? Who? Just give us a name. A, an enemy to your creative self worth. Uh, uh, Goebbels. Goebbels. Uh, five things that make you angry, Sean. Go, go, go. 
uh, uh, fire, <laughs> earth, wind, um, space, dust. Perfect. Describe yourself at 80. I, I piss my pants a lot. I watch a lot of telly. It's all right. Great. So that is really all I want to get in. <laughs> well, um, thank you very much, listeners. We'll be back next week with another fabulous episode of this. A podcast from producerpaul.co.uk. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.